Welcome to Temple Talk. It's Temple Talk with your host, Jack and Lee, about to talk your asses off about the motherfucking league. Power rank is game of the week. Power tanking, how they lead their sheets. Have one word bias and repeats. It's Temple Talk with Jack and Lee. Download and enjoy, or just delete. He's not going to like this, but this is not... The salacious spelunker. Wow. For the first time in 14 weeks. Or something like that. 14 years. <laughs> yeah. The Fields of Dreams come in at number 12. Ah. Fields of Dreams. Ty comes in at number 12. Um, he didn't have a third round pick, so that kind of hurt him there. Um, that and, was sorry. that the what the, about on the coaches the, ball? That was the, the Lenny feeling, all that yeah. whole thing that we talked about. That hurt him on the third. Uh, he is the 11th on the coaches poll, so slightly better mm-hmm. um, on the coaches poll. He just got a lot of work to do, in my opinion. Um, you know, I talked about how I do not like Josh Jacobs this year, and unfortunately for Ty, his next running back didn't come until the 13th round. Woof! I didn't um, even notice that. Yeah, so he's got J.D. McKissick and Jeff Wilson as his other running backs, so backup running backs as his others when the time comes for Josh Jacobs to say goodbye and farewell. Um, so he's going to be so in imagine if Camara gets suspended at all too. I mean, Ty is that was very risky. The way that he drafted based on taking Camara was very risky. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just what I, what I wrote down here that I just think is it just doesn't sound sexy to me. You know, it, it doesn't scream. But he's got Rex sexy. He's I guess he Rex does Bur- have sexy, sexy Rexy, Rexy Burkhead. Burkhead. Wait, no, he doesn't. Oh, he did. Did he pick him up? Yeah. He didn't oh, draft him. Oh, picked he picked him up. up. He didn't draft him. Okay, sorry. I, I was looking at drafts when I did my notes here. Yeah, yeah. I didn't look at teams afterwards. So he does have sexy Rexy, so it does scream sexy. But the it draft, whispers sexy. It, it doesn't whispers scream sexy. sexy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Keenan oh, Allen as his wide receiver one is good, but then he's got Gabe Davis. And Boys the, legend. He's Boys got, legend Gabe Davis. I don't <laughs> actually argue, you know, that his wide receivers are not bad. They're just – they're not sexy. I don't know. I mean, I do like Chris Olave here on his team. I I was mocking. I was mocking with him a couple mocking. times. I was mocking. Mocking out. That could be some good keeper value if if Olave turns out really well. Um, he kind of forced Stafford in there because this was Zach was going for his seventeenth quarterback, <laughs> so he forced the pick for Stafford there, which I don't blame him because I think Seth would have taken him then. Um, but yeah, that's just my thoughts on 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 Ty. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's move on to number 11. Number 11, Jack, the San Fierro 69ers. Coaches poll. This is prior to the Josh Allen's trade. Prior to got Josh Allen's trade for both coaches poll and for power rankings, because I'm sure power rankings have them a little bit higher now. Um, coaches poll, way different here. Fourth. Fourth. Seven point difference. Seven place difference. Yes. Um what I mean, I'll let you talk here. You know, the, the one thing I'll say is it's it's very important to keep in mind that Greg, yes, didn't have that many picks this year. But when you come in to the draft with two of the top five, maybe yeah. players in the entire league for fantasy, having a few picks missing is it's not okay. going to be that terrible. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think. His, like you said, it's it's star power. It's this is the Greg special. The star you got your three studs now that he has Allen, uh, McCaffrey, and Justin Jefferson, and he goes as they go. Um, it was it was what Kittle. He's got Javante Williams. It was like Kittle, uh, Jefferson, and McCaffrey last year, something like that. I don't I don't quite remember. Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> Javante, I think, for not having that many picks early on. He probably could have gotten someone a little bit safer. I don't know who was around there. James Conner. James Conner. I th- I really like that actually. James Conner going there. Yeah, I mean, I told that Adam and I both talked about this and agreed that for how few picks Greg had, his starting lineup is good. Well, that's yes, and that's one of my points that I'm gonna. I think kind of carries through. I said it before our our, uh, our we started, but everyone's healthy at the beginning of the year. But you know, how are they in week five? Yeah, how exactly. Are they in week ten, right? Because you look at his bench; it is terrible. I do not like. I do not like anyone on his bench. <laughs> like his, his, my favorite player on his bench is is Julio Jones. Exactly. 
who's mm-hmm. 75 years old. So uh, a lot of work. I think he just got to, you know, work on that on that depth. And who does he just cut? He had a cut somebody. Who did he cut? Did he cut? Kenyon Drake. Is that who he cut? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, let's move ahead. Number 10. Oh, no. Sorry. I just want to add. Kenyon Drake might be the starting running back <laughs> on Sunday. That might have been a foolish mistake. <laughs> J.K. Dobbins, Lamar Jackson just came out and said J.K. Dobbins is probably not playing. <laughs> he might have just cut a starting running back for week one. But he doesn't need him. He's got Javante and CMC. Hold on real quick. Let me <laughs> go to the waiver wire. <laughs> I just said I don't have RB2. <laughs> Number 10. Number 10, Jack is – oh, look at that. Ooh. The old-style boy. We did That's it. That's right. The committee does not like your team, Jack. And the yeah, coaches – The coaches, they Dude. like your team. Five. And I will say this might be a little skewed by me because I actually really like your team, and I put your team pretty high. I think I put you three, four, something like that. Um, I, I like your team. I think your team is pretty pretty decent. Um I'll, I'll let you talk about your team, talk about how your draft went on. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I think that's what we kind of like to do. I know, sorry, everybody likes their teams. to talk about their teams, <laughs> but I think we end up just talking about our draft and our team. If you cover our dues, we won't talk about our team at all. Yes, deal. <laughs> I agree. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, so my team, um, we're back to the wasteland, which I have it written, W-A-S, capital T, T-E, waste, wasteland, because uh, – I didn't take a tight end until the 15th and 14th round. Um, I like Njoku, but, you know, we'll see. It's the Browns. They're terrible. I have my eye on a couple guys on the waiver wire that I'm just making sure, uh, you know, see how their target share goes. And Everybody go pick up Dan tight ends on the waiver wire. So you know <clears throat> Dan Arnold. Um, uh, my wide receiver, my two wide receivers I really like. Dan Arnold, you mean Greg's um, co-worker? Greg's high school sweetheart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My top two wide receivers I really like. Um, Judy, I was hoping like Mike Will or Sutton would fall. Not today, sir. Yeah. I think if Brown made it to 301, I could see one of like Sutton, Mike Williams, or DJ Moore making it back to me at 406. But I, I don't no. you know. If, if answer I had two picks before there. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he would have been taken before I took Allen Robinson. Oh, okay. That makes sense. One pick before you. <laughs> okay, well, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, what else do I got? Um, my running, my, my bench is rookie, rookies galore. Yeah, and yes. one sophomore. <laughs> one sophomore, but yeah, holy rookies, Jack. The all rookie team. Um, it, I mean, what I had said was if just one of your rookies pan out. Preferably, I mean, yeah. Preferably one running back. Preferably you know, Tyler um, Algier for you, because then you got or Traylon Burks, and you got really good. Or I guess Dotson. Then you got awesome keeper value. Yeah. If just one of those work out, you're gonna be you're gonna be looking like you're gonna be looking good. Um, any regrets during your draft? If you look back at any picks you made, do you have any? Ooh, I wish I would have done this instead, based on the way that the draft panned out. Um, I think watching how the waiver wire went this week. Uh, I think I wish I went Brian Robinson, tuck him in my IR, and then pick up Rashad White so or Zamir White or, instead of Tyler Algier. Right, and then and then snap up uh, Rashad White, Isaiah Pacheco, one of those other like you know lottery ticket running backs. But to tuck Brian Robinson away, and he'll come back if he comes back this year. Which I know people are like, oh, it's four week IR. Minimum of four weeks. He got shot in the fucking legs. (laughs) It's a minimum of four weeks. Coming back in four weeks. (laughs) But I think, like, if I could have snapped up one of those guys, in addition to Brian Robinson holding him there for let's call it six weeks, maybe if I had snapped up Jamison Williams rather than Dotson, I don't know. I guess Um, the issue with that could be though, if one of your guys gets hurt, then you can't hold. Right. If they do get hurt, then I can plug them into the IR. Um, But that I think that's just really the biggest. "Quote unquote regret." I don't hate any of the guys I have. Well, I will say then, Jack, for having your biggest regret being the eleventh round. That's pretty good. Don't Thanks, that. Lee. Don't that. All right, let's get through. Uh, who's next? Number number nine. nine. That is the Rough Riders. <laughs> Sam Daly. He's not used to being this high, this low on the 
on the um, power rankings here. And I'm sure it's, he doesn't it's an old with, it's an old friend of his. I'm sure he may not agree with it. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get he he stopped getting used to it. Yeah. Then now he's going to be getting used to it again. Rough Riders coming in the coaches poll at number six, so a little bit better there. Coaches don't necessarily agree with that nine there. Um, I think the coaches poll and the the committee are very different this week. Other than yes. one, I just see it. That's a, yeah, that's very, a, very different. Well, Ty was 12 and 11 as well. Oh, yeah. um, very, very true. Um, his running backs are, are solid. He's got Jonathan Taylor and Leonard Fournette, two solid running backs. Anything gets hurt, any one of those gets hurt. He's got Tony Pollard, who, yes, he's not the starting running back, but they've been saying they're going to use Tony Pollard a lot more. So that's a decent backup running back to have there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Otherwise, though, I mean, he doesn't really have that much depth at wide receiver. You just talked about how you don't like Sky Moore. I talked about earlier, you mentioned Brandon Ayuk. I don't like Brandon Ayuk. Um, Trey Lance is now there. Um, even with Jimmy G, Brandon Ayuk didn't have that much rapport. Um, I imagine it's going to be not as good with Trey Lance, but I don't know. Who knows? Be a lot more runs. Right, passes. right. Um, and, and I mean, it's it's kind of a, a wild card with Pittman or with Bateman, I mean, because I know you said you liked Bateman there, but, I mean, there's yeah, risk yeah, there. There's risk there. They run a lot. Hollywood Brown has, was his guy. Guess, oh, I just a, realized this. He has three wide receivers on run heavy offenses. Bateman on the Ravens, Pittman, Pittman on the Colts, and Ayuk. and Ayuk on the Niners. Yep. So he better hope this guy more pans out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and you talked about how Cole Komet was kind of a reach. I agree with that, but I do like Cole Komet. Um, yeah, that was like part of my plan, my tight end plan, quote unquote, was to hold Cole Komet. Him, but we're in a Bears, we're in Chicago. Yes. You knew that he was. Making that. <laughs> I know. He wasn't making it to the eleven. I had contingencies round. ready. <laughs> you knew that. So. Yeah, I mean. The key here is with Jonathan Taylor and Pittman, you better hope the Colts are actually good. You better hope Matt Ryan is not like waste wasteland, like yeah. poo poo, like terrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I think he, like, <clears throat> if you look at kind of he you know, the rest of his team, much depth. Yes. The depth but he's is got there. a Brian Robinson that you talked about. If he he's got back, a lot of, I guess, I guess what I'm, I'm trying to say is he's got room for growth because he's got Lance who could be a huge value. He's got Fields who could be a good value. He's got Ertz, or excuse me, Komet, who could be a good value. Like those are the guys that a lot of, um, you know, fantasy pundits on Twitter yep. and so and so like as value picks. He likes the mobile QBs. He's mm-hmm. got Lance and Fields, and he's got players. In mobile so it could work out for him. Yep. And and just just to preface or just to go back and and just talk and realize why Sam's team may not be as good for everybody. He didn't have a third or a fourth round. Right. So keep that in mind. That hurt him. Not having the third hurt him. Yeah. The fourth was from, from Taylor, yeah. which do that. I would have done that all day if I were him. Um, but not having the third there kind of sucked for him. Yep. Number eight. Number eight, Jack is stonks only go up. That is Ryan Bagarella. Only gout. Coach's poll had Ryan at 10. Um, so not that far off, a little bit worse than what they thought. Um, I'm just trying to think of what I did. I I believe I did not think Ryan's team was that great either. I don't think I did either. Yeah, but we talked about I think we talked about how Zeke and CEH, how we take the two, the three and the four over the two all day, but the way that he ended up picking uh Zeke and, and Alaire, um kind of just oh, over ruined that. Edwards Alaire and Zeke in the three and the four mm-hmm. instead of Devontae Adams in the second. Kind of screwed him over there. Um, we talked. He talked to us. He said he did all of his research the day before and just read up. <laughs> so he just saw Zeke Elliott is good. Clyde Edwards-Helaire is good. He didn't really think that, you know, Zeke's offensive line is struggling right now. The Dallas Cowboys, it's like they're like Tyron Smith just got hurt. I think they lost another guy in the offseason. Um, <clears throat> without Amari Cooper, there's not that much of a passing game much anymore. So they're going to be really reliant, and then they're using Tony Pollard a lot more. So Zeke, not so he great, has, not the guy. He his three before. running backs are the running backs who have other guys who are going to be catching the balls. Jefferson yep. has McKissick, Zeke has Pollard, and Harris has Stevenson. McKinnon. Oh, no, he's got – yeah, because he's got Gibson now. You're right, yeah. instead of Allaire. Sorry. Yes. That's, that's a very good point. Now, I did think I mentioned, if I didn't mention, um, Chris Godwin falling to the 5'11", I thought was really good value. Yes. Um, he's 
I don't know if he's going to play week one it or not. It sounds like he is. He it sounds like he place. is. I mean, he doesn't need him to play. He can scoop Amari. He can throw. No, he didn't get Amari Cooper. He doesn't have. Oh no, he has, he needs him to play because he traded Amari Cooper to get Mahomes. Um, I think that was really good value as a guy who owned Chris Godwin for a couple of years. <laughs> I thought that's really good value next year for a third. Maybe? For a third, if he's healthy and he's oh, good, Tom Brady. Well, Tom Brady will be good. Um, but I thought that was really good value. I thought he fell. I thought he. I think he could be a very solid pick if. He comes back. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I don't have much to add. I think the guy made my point about the running backs not being super duper great. He uh, got he got Mahomes though. But he has a good he has a great he got Mahomes. He got rid of Valera. Yep. He got a better running back in our opinion with, with Gibson now. Great quarterback, great tight end in Mark Andrews, and uh, that is helpful as you kind of navigate your way through the season. Yep. Number seven. Number seven, Jack, that is the crotchety rim shots. Another spot that I'm not used to being. Um, I'm used <laughs> to being in, like, the top five. Sadly, I'm not. This is what's funny. Coach's poll have me exactly at seven. There we go. We did it. And you know what also is funny? When I did my mapping, I didn't have him at seven. I had myself at six. There we go. One right spot in. a little bit better, but I, I said I was right about the middle of the pack So as we well. were at – uh, tied for six, and then a couple other people voted. Late. You and I were tied for six, oh, wow. voted late, and then we moved. How about that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I, um, I had, I, I think I'm in the middle of the pack too. Um, you had said I'm, I'm wide receiver two galore. Yes, I do have pretty much all wide receiver twos on my team. The team's wide receivers too. I want. Yes, even though they are going to end up being the wide receiver ones on their team. Uh -huh. Um. I do have all of my wide receivers are wide receiver twos. I agree with that. But <laughs> I thought it was funny. I think they're all going to be solid. Yes, they're not going to end up being a true wide receiver one fantasy wide receiver. But I liked that the way that my draft, the way that I planned my draft out, I knew that from rounds three through seven wide, wide receiver receivers, city. Yes. And I knew I was going to get three, four wide receivers out of that area. And I got three wide receivers out of that area. I didn't have a fifth or a sixth to get any more. My one regret, which I've told you, sadly happened early. And that was because I was an idiot and I didn't look at the draft board and realized that Sam Salling had Ryan's second round pick. Mm. And because of that, I said, oh, shit, Ryan has Chase as his keeper and Andrews. He needs a running back. So I said, 2-2, oh. two, two, Ryan's taking a running back. I looked at my first-round pick, and I looked at the board, and I saw Saquon Barkley, I saw Leonard Fournette, I saw James Conner, and I saw Javante Williams. And I said, between Saquon Barkley and those others, there's a giant tear gap. And I said, Ryan's taking Saquon Barkley. I need to take him now. After I picked him, I saw that Sam was picking them there. He's already got Cam Akers, so he was okay. And he took Joe Mixon, so he was okay not taking a running back there. Knew he was going to take wide receiver. Screwed that up. So had I realized that, I would have taken Seth's guy, Stephon Diggs. Oh. And then I would have been able to get Saquon Barkley at 2-3. Two, two, yes, because Seth is taking a wide Seth receiver. Seth was taking a wide receiver. He said he was taking a wide receiver. He would have taken Devontae Adams. I asked Sam. Now, obviously, this is all hypothetical. I asked Sam, I said, if Devontae Adams and Stephon Diggs weren't there, who were you going to take? He said he would have taken Travis Kelsey. Wow. So you could have gotten new guys. So I could have gotten both Diggs and Barkley at 110 and 23. Stuff. And I screwed it up. But you know what? This Kelsey's is the first. Amazing. Kelsey is excellent. I also was big on Kelsey. I was high on Kelsey this year. And this is the, and I know, and I think I'm high on him because everyone else is low on him because he's getting old and blah, blah, blah. This is the first time I've ever done anything like this. I mean, I guess last year I took pits, but I had like five picks in the first six rounds. So that's why I did that. And it was the fourth round. Right. Um, this is the first time I've ever had Kelsey on any of my teams. Yeah. So hopefully it's not the worst time to take him. But I, I don't know. I, I, I like it. I'm okay with Good. it. Yeah. It's interesting because I never take tight ends early, obviously. No, I'm always I in the wasteland. Yeah. I don't um, either. Um, but, but we'll see. I I, I – I, I like in my it. other league, I took – It obviously hurts my running backs, but regardless, it would have hurt my running backs anyways because Barkley Diggs – I mean, maybe what i do instead had I gone Barkley Diggs instead of Allen Robinson, that's when i probably do take Chase Edmonds. 
Oh, yeah. Right, because then I had Diggs, and I didn't need Allen Robinson. Then I get Mike Williams. Well, no, no. Allen Robinson, 4-5. <laughs> oh, fuck. 4-5. Still don't get Mike Still don't get Mike Williams. Okay, well, thanks for taking Kelsey. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, no, it's taking Saquon one time. Yeah. But I, I, I still like my team. I'm number seven because I don't have a second running back. All right. I understand it. I get it. A lot of teams don't. A lot of teams my, don't. My second running back is Chase Edmonds. And when Leonard like Fournette gets hurt and Rashad White becomes the RB1 there, and when Cam Akers gets hurt again or the Rams give up on him because his Achilles is broken and Daryl Henderson becomes the RB1 there, you guys are all be laughing. Oh, yeah, we're going to be totally laughing. And scared. <laughs> Crying. Crying. All right, let's move on. Number six. Number six. Oh, I forgot to say Broncos country. Oh, it's right. There you go. And they better be good. <laughs> they better be good. I hope so. His man Judy. I hope so. Not Sutton. Finally. <laughs> All right. Number six is the fantasy football team. James comes in at number six. Number three on the coaches poll. A lot of people so like this. Coaches liked him mm-hmm. um, a lot. And um, yeah, Jack, what do you got for James? Uh, James has a very good starting lineup, I would say. Um, sorry, I'm pulling up. Uh, Najee Chubb, Najee Brown, Chubb, Herbert, Kittle, McLaurin. Yes, a lot of good there. Um, Zard in the flex. Kittle is going to be probably going to miss this week, but uh, it, it sounds like it. There's some stuff. There's some weird reports from Shanahan, but we, you know, he never tells the truth. So I guess well, Kittle's if probably. If you ask Greg, he, you, Greg knows that Kittle does not like to play. He gets yeah. <laughs> but he has Friar Muth on the on the on the backup. So um, I really like um, McKenzie, but you know, after his other, I don't, I don't love Lazard. I don't he's love just got a bunch of backups. Yeah, he's got he's got a lot of backups. Once but he's sub- a great. He has great top line guys like Herbert, Harris, Chubb. If Chubb Brown. or Najee gets hurt. Without any of his handcuffs getting hurt, mm-hmm. like McCaffrey or Cook or Montgomery, yeah. mm-hmm. he's screwed. Because he's got Madison. He doesn't have a RB3. Right. He has a bunch of handcuffs. handcuffs. Mm-hmm. So he's screwed if one of those two gets hurt, which Chubb has gotten hurt before. But out of, I mean, these are some really good running backs uh, to have as your top two. Uh, Huge Chubb. Packer fan, by the way. Huge Packer fan. Um, as always, James is a big Packer fan. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. I think uh, he's got a good team to start the season. You know, everyone starts healthy. So he's got a good start to the season ahead of him. And uh, he might have a difficult matchup uh, against the uh, S'mores, who we haven't talked about yet. So uh, that's that's really all I got for James. Um, why don't we move on to number five? Number five, Jack, is the Temple Guards. Temple Guards. Coaches disagreed. Number nine. You don't love Seth's team here. Um, And I guess um, the reason is his his number two running back might not even play this week, J.K. Dobbins. Agreed. His wide receivers are good. Tyler Boyd is okay. But I think he's got four solid wide receivers that can start. Not a big T.J. Hawkinson fan this year, despite being a big T.J. Hawkinson fan last year. and his quarterbacks still leave a little bit desired, even though he traded for Dak. I, I still maintain, and we'll talk about it later, that Derek Carr probably you could have stuck with him for a week or two. Um, but I do like Ramondre Stevenson in the 11th. Uh, that was that good, was keeper. good keeper yeah, for him. And Eckler's solid. Uh, hopefully he can maintain some of that bad, that uh, goal line work yes. that isn't going to Sony Michelle. But uh, I like Cortland Sutton. Uh, everyone's talking about how he's the guy that has the rapport with Russell Wilson. Not to you. I hope he's wrong. <laughs> I hope all those. I, I hope they're well, both excellent. Well, here's the thing. Last summer, this is the same shit that Robert Woods right. and Cooper Cup went through. Robert Woods was the guy, right. and everyone. And, but la- and and last summer for this backfield, it was the opposite. Actually, Judy was the better. Judy guy. was yes. the one. Everyone get Judy. Everyone get Judy. Get Sutton tears his ACL. Mm-hmm. Then Judy gets hurt. And Sutton. Judy was there. Judy did nothing. And then he got hurt, so both of them were hurt. Yes. But, yeah. but now they have Russ. Now they have Who Russ. can yeet it. They, I think people are just trying to pigeonhole Sutton and Judy into DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. And there are four different players, you know, like Agreed. they may sim- seem similar, 
but they're going to be they're going to be good in different ways. I agree. So I hope so because that means Russ is good. Yeah. Um, I I actually really like Seth's team. Um, I disagree with the coaches here. Um, I think he's got excellent wide receivers. I think Stefan Diggs is going to be our. I think Stefan Diggs could be the wide receiver one. Wow. Um, I think Cortland Sutton's going to be good. We had just talked about how they both can be good. Mm-hmm. I think Juju is going to be the wide receiver one in Kansas City. Um, assuming he stays healthy, I think Juju's going to have a very good year. Um, and he was able to scoop like Elijah Moore. More I love the Elijah Moore pick, yeah. Um, and and Michael Carter in the tenth round, I thought was really good value. I know that Brees Hall this, Brees Hall that. He is a rookie, so he's not going to be there right away. I mean, he's right. not going to be getting the carries immediately and. After what just happened there, um, <laughs> after what just happened there, um, with Zach Wilson getting hurt, yeah. we saw this experiment with Joe Flacco last year and what's the other guy, Mike White, dump off City to Michael Carter. Dump off City True. to Michael Carter. And it was Elijah Moore's best best weeks were with Mike White and, 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 and Blacks. You're right. You're right. So, I, I don't know. I like him. And I, I like Ramondre Stevenson a lot this year. And I actually I have do a too. lot of shares of him. I don't have any of them. So, <laughs> I, have, I have quite a few. So, I think Seth's got a solid team there. Yeah. I can see that. Um, I, I think when I look at, um, you know, some of the things. He, he, Seth's just kind of like in the middle on quarterback and – running back overall. So, you know, I think he, he could still grow into it. And I think five is a good spot for it. All right. Number four. Number four, Jack, is the, wow. I think the this salacious, one is a shocker to everyone. The salacious spelunkers are at number four, ladies and gentlemen. What about in the coaches poll? Number 12 in the Whoa. coaches poll. <laughs> I think some of that is a little bit of bias. Anger. And bias for taking every single quarterback in the well, draft. He, yeah. he had so many picks. It's kind of hard to end up with a bad team. I know he took a bunch of quarterback, but how many picks he had, he's going to have players. And he does have players. I mean, if you look at his squad, yes. I talked about earlier. I said I thought his Aaron Jones pick was bad. I thought he could have had Alan Kamara there or DeAndre Swift, and it would have been much better. But if you look at the rest of his team, especially now that he just did the Mahomes trade um, and he's got a couple more players in there, his wide receivers, in my opinion, are pretty solid. Waddle, I really like this year. I'm on Ross St. Brown. We both said we'd like this year. Um, DK Metcalf and, and Amari Cooper. Yeah, DK Metcalf as your wide receiver one is very weak, I would say. Well, Waddle to me would be his wide receiver one. I think both of either of those is your wide receiver one. Is Honestly, if you're asking me, I think I'm on Ross and Brown's going to be his wide receiver Probably at the end of the year. Yeah, um, and I like Tony this year as well, who he had as his keeper. And and we talked about Jamison Williams sitting in his IR, so he can come back. So um, both lines, both lines, and I mean he's got a couple good running backs there. I don't know. I think his team is not that bad. I don't think. I think. I I really think that some people just got frustrated with his quarterback situation here, and that's why they put him twelve. I don't think his team is that bad at all. Yeah. Um. That's just my opinion. Um, do I think it is top four? Probably not, but not but I don't think one. it's 12. Yeah. No, I do not think it's 12. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's bottom 10. I don't think it's bottom three in my opinion. I think it's a good team. Yeah. And this, and this was my point earlier about waiting a week because these guys that you're talking about right now are guys that Zach would have either had to cut or he would have had to cut the quarterbacks. Yeah. And then Seth, Greg, and Ryan could have gotten those quarterbacks for free or for fab. Zach, know? you're listening to this now. Just know I did not put you at 12. I put you at six or seven or something like that. So Zach, if you're listening, I put you at I put you at 12. Well, actually 11 because he only voted on the top 11. All right. <laughs> All right. On to the Celestial. Oh, huge Packer fan, by the way. Huge Packer fan. Um, but yeah, that's a good point. Like, you know, when you have so many picks in the first 10 rounds, you, you, you end it's up with a starting lineup. You, you just end up, up with a starting, starting lineup. Um, and, and, you know, everyone's healthy at the beginning of the year. So you have a starting lineup. Exactly. Number three. Number three, Jack is prestige worldwide. Why? 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 That is Emily coming in at eight in the coaches poll. So coaches poll do not agree with uh with that here 
Um, I tend to disagree with the coaches here. I think Emily's got a pretty solid squad here. Um, running backs, um, pretty solid running backs outside of the fact that she's a, a huge Packer fan. Dalvin Cook, James Conner, I love. Um, A.J. Dillon, I think, is going to be, even though he's a Packer fan, I think is going to be really good value. I do think it's too early to take him in the fourth round. Um, but I think uh, I think he's going to be pretty decent this year, and they keep talking about how they're going to use him a lot more. And I'm really big on Mike Evans this year. Really? I think Mike I Evans – I do not care about Julio Jones. I think Mike Evans is going to have a really good year this year. Gronk is gone. That's true. Mike Evans, we talk about Mike Evans all the time. He's their goal line running back. That's true. Gronk is gone. Mike Evans, I think, is going to have 17,000 touchdowns this year. The yardage may not be there. The receptions may not be there. He's going to have a billion touchdowns this year. I don't know. I just, I like Mike Evans. I know he gets hurt a lot, so maybe not. Um, I don't think Godwin's going to be 100% to start the year. Um, and Julio Jones is Julio Jones. He's going to get hurt. He's not going to be there. Right. I That's mean, a good point. <laughs> so I, I really like but What Mike about Evans Kyle Rudolph? Sure. <laughs> I like Mike Evans this year. So I actually – I think and, – and she's just got a deep team. Her wide receivers. Her wide receivers, deep. I should say, are super yeah. deep, right? I mean, look at her Look at Her, her wide benches receivers. are two keepers. She has her two keepers right. on her Mooney bench. Mooney and Renfro are on her bench. Those are two keepers, solid value right yeah. there sitting on her bench. If Mike Evans, I just talked about, gets hurt, throw one of them in. You're yes. Good. I don't. I like her team a lot. Um, I don't know what you think. If you, have, if you disagree. Uh, I, I, I agree with your Deontay Johnson. I'm not that big on him this year. So her wide receiver yeah. two is kind of – And I disagree with Mike falling. Evans, so. Okay, that's fair. And I don't love feeling – but I just in think the those guys. Round? I guess that's it's fine. Crazy. It's just like it, that's crazy to me. Her 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 wide receivers are just kind of like flat. Not like she doesn't have like the, the top line talent. You know what I mean? Like yeah, she doesn't I mean, have that's, that's the like guy. My, wide that's like Maybe Mike Evans is so that. Yeah. Know, I guess, I guess that's why I like <laughs> You're projecting. That's why I like Emily's team. <laughs> You're projecting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good. It, you know, it's hard to have. It's like you say. It's hard to have a bad team week one. Yeah, we'll see where the cracks show. Yes, yes. We'll see where the cracks show after a week of injuries and usage and targets and and carries and stuff. Um, So we'll see how it goes. All right. Final two. We got two teams left. Let's move on. Number two. Number two. A very unfamiliar spot for this person. Score s'mores. Adam Sickley coming in at number two. Coaches, number one. Yes, and that was a late change. He was number two until a few final votes. Yep, number one for Adam Sickley on the coaches. And then just looking at his team, it's RB depth. Just galore. He's got a billion running backs on his team. I mean, we talk about how he picked up all of his backup running backs and their backup running backs and their your mom's backup running backs. Um, but but even having all those handcuffs, he's got Henry, he's got the Jacksonville back, uh, backfield locked up, he's got the Seattle backfield locked up, and he's got Damian Pierce, the, the Hall of Fame current, Hall of Famer who is active in the league um, on his team. He Also, don't forget, he's got Lamar Jackson on his team. Um, and then he's got Tyreek and Debo as his two starting wide receivers, which are solid wide receivers. Yes. It was tough for me to pass on Tyreek, but I really wanted. Um, yes, huge pack, huge pack fan. Um, yeah, Adam has a, I, I started doing that trade value we talked about a couple of years ago and Adam is like the only guy who has running backs with value all over. Like every, every other team has a running back with like a zero next to their name because they just are like so deep in yep. the, they don't have trade value. So Adam is like the only one who has running backs with value everywhere, and he has seven running backs. So to go that deep on your bench uh, is is something. That being said, if Michael Thomas doesn't work out, and neither does Romeo Dubs, Adam is in the same boat as he was last year. I mean, not in the same boat because he's got Tyreek and Debo, but he's he's in a similar boat to last year of wide receiver thinness. Um, so we'll see how he navigates those waters throughout the season. Um, but yes, a very good, very good draft for Adam. He had a billion picks as well. So using them all on running backs is a strategy that, uh, the committee is going to like, um, because running backs are the currency of fantasy football. Agreed. 
All right, finally, we have number one. Number one for the first time ever in this person's career, this positions, this this management yes. career, going prior to the previous current manager, manager. Previous manager, Section P. That is Sam Salling, number one. Wow. Sam, congratulations on earning your number Welcome one. Welcome to the top, kid. Welcome Don't to get a nosebleed. Number two. Number two on the uh, coaches poll, so not as great. But, you know, when you have, again, when you have two number two picks and two number three picks, of course you're going to be at the top. Yes, and this is one of the things I talked to Sam about, or maybe that's second you about, is that when you, he had two of the better late keepers, he had Akers for a ninth and Burrow for a tenth. Like, when you have that so far back, that you you have like two starting positions locked up with a ninth and a tenth. You don't have to waste your first five picks on them. Yeah. Yes, and he had he had a good amount of draft One capital of them being a quarterback. Yes, well he had a good amount of draft capital early on too. So moving up for him was awesome. Was an awesome move, and I think he absolutely yep. smashed those first four picks of Mixon, Adams, Lamb, and Pitts. I thought those were you know absolute. Like if he was if he if if I had those four players, I'd be very happy. Um, <laughs> I guess is what I would say. Mm-hmm. So he rounds that out. He rounds Acres and Burrow out with Mixon, Adams, Lamb, Lamb and Pitts, and um, that's his. That's his starting. I mean, that's, that's a core excellent right starting that's core lineup. Smash and then core. you add on top a guy who's going to sit in his flex. I think is as Brees Hall. Yeah, well, maybe not to start. Right, like I just said, maybe Room to start. Grow room to grow mm-hmm. he's got like i mentioned earlier and uh, my favorite seventh round pick brand cooks can throw right into his flex be an oh, excellent yeah. flex right there miles Makes sanders sense. and Devonte smith he's a huge eagles fan obviously um i don't <laughs> know Dale, your other I don't, favorite I, don't, I don't love miles sanders this year and he would probably agree as an eagles fan that he's probably not going to be that great but it's a starting running back that he got in the sixth round as his fourth running back mm-hmm. that's insane i'm sitting here with one starting running back, yeah. I'm like, two, two, because I have Cordero. Um, and he's got four starting running yeah. backs on his team. Um, and Brees Hall has, like, his stock could go up. Yeah. You know, like, and then we rookie. keep talking about, I keep talking Zemir? about, yep, we keep talking about Zamir White, who got he got in the 12th round, who might end up being a fifth starting running back for him. Um, and I talked about Rondell Moore for him. I picked, oh, my God, I took, I just realized three out of my four best round picks for our four sections were Sam's team. Yeah. So yeah, I really like Sam's team. I thought he did an excellent job. Um, I will. Uh, Who did you vote for number one? Uh, so I think I voted Adam. Oh, okay. But I looked back at my voting process from this morning. And if I were to do it again, Sam would be number one. Because you did like a this or that. You were I did a this or that. And then when we started recording, I looked at both of their teams and I said, why did I put Adam above <laughs> Sam? And not, not because Adam's team is that much worse. I just think Sam has a really good team. Yeah. That's all. Top to bottom. Like top to bottom, this is a guy who has good starters and good people that we like. Us too. We, we kind of have similar taste in players. Uh, unlike no. unlike Sam's team in our other league that him and I are in, oh. which is not good, Sam. <laughs> but he would agree. It is. He would say his starting lineup is good. He has zero depth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, congrats, Sam, to uh, being Sam, on top. Congratulations. Hopefully, you can stay up there, but probably not. Probably not, because I'll be there next week. I'll be there. No, I'll be there. All right, so there's our first power rankings of the seasons. Holy I'm sure shit, we got a long one here. Yes, yeah. I'm sure everyone's pissed about where they are. Let's zoom through. Maybe I'll give two. I'll give two. I'll break it into two episodes. <laughs> Might be a, not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's get into playoff or sorry, season long predictions. Yeah. On our next and episode, just cut it, and just cut it off randomly. Everyone be like. <laughs> <laughs> going on? And then, listen and then tomorrow we send it. Surprise! Breaking news. Pew, 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 pew. Episode two, part two, part two. Let's do it. Yep. <laughs> but don't, don't call before it, this don't, part. Yeah. Yes. And don't <laughs> and don't call it part one. <laughs> no, no, no. I like it. Yes. All right. Yes. All right. All right. I like it. 
All right. Um, all right. So next, our next thing that we do usually, so usually this is two episodes because usually we have the draft earlier and then I think you're right, we have yes. a post draft episodes and then we have a pre a week zero yes, episode. Right. So we're doing both in one right now. So let's get on to season long. Lee, as we do every year, uh, we're going to pick our divisions and then we're going to pick the seeds. We're going to skip going through round by round matchup for the sake of brevity. And then yep. uh, we're going to do our championship picks. So I like it. Uh, I'll go first. In the Purple Parrots, previously won by yourself. Thank you. Um, I am going to go for what? This will be what? Your third year repeating? Mm-hmm. Second? No, because Max won it two years ago. So your Max second won, repeat. Max won two years ago. I'm going to go with Lee. Back back. Um, I think with the way the draft went, with the way certain other things went, um, you might be the only person in your division with a good head on your shoulders. So oh, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Take it. All right. How about you? For the Purple Parrots title. Parrots. I got to tell you, Jack, I can't do it. I'm going for season. Whoa. Why? Why? What? Whoa. I I said, I said that I think Emily had a really good draft. I had Emily very high in my coach's poll ranking. I think Emily did it. And I think Emily's going to take it. Well, I'd love to see that for sure. I don't. (laughs) I hope I'm wrong. All right. How about let's move on to the. Uh, Green Monkeys, Lee, you get to go first here. Greg won it last year. This is a hotly contended division. This is. And you know what, Jack? I'm going chalk here. I'm going number one, Sam Sam. Sam Salang and the Section Keys uh, are winning that division. Um, And I'm going to match you there, I think, Sam, as well. Uh, Great. Like, just a great start to a season. But uh, it's not going to be easy. I think all four teams know how to win. Well, Sam doesn't because he hasn't won before. But the other three teams know how to win and uh and it's a tough division yep all right the final division the orange iguanos yep for this one jack i'm sorry but i have to go scoring s'mores ah okay um i i i i i will say i do think it is very close i think you two are gonna be i think you two are gonna be battling it out all year duking it out and i think it's gonna come to the last week the malort bet and I'm going to beat you, and then Adam's going to – I think Adam, because of that, me beating you, Adam's going to take – I can't believe you're saying this because Adam's going to take my week four. I guess that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think I think right now, standing at week zero, um, I'm third in the division as, as per power rankings. So it's going to be an uphill climb. But uh, if anyone is – if anyone's the fucking Magnus Amundsen who can climb Mount Everest, uh, it's your boy. Jack Paletti, wow. who, can, who can take the Orange Iguanas crown, crown for the fourth year in a row. How about that? So, there we have it, Lee. we got our first three seeds. Um, wh- how are you going to rank them as we come into the playoffs? Who would you say is your number one, number two, number three seeds? My number one seed is going to be Chalk. It's going to be Sam Salling here. It's going to be Section P. And, and I say Chalk, but, you know... This is not – the power rankings are the committee, not me. Right. So it's, a, just, it's an algorithm committee. I, I did all of this and these out rankings that I did in my predictions prior to seeing the power rankings, and Sam Salling was my number one seed. My number one seed was Sam Salling prior to. Coaches had him at two. Like I said, I had him at two, but now <laughs> I won. That's all right. How about number two? Number two, I have – as Emily and Percy. Wow. Why? Why? What? Wow. My number three would be Adam then. All right. Gordon Morris. Let me your top three. My top three. Um, it's going to be very similar. I'm going to go with Sal as well. Uh, just, you know, a solid draft. It's up to him to fumble it, I guess, is what we're saying. Um, number two, I it think. similar because you have Jack and me. Yeah, yeah. But for our number one seed. And then our number two seed is the prepared champion, Lee. And, oh, that's, uh, that's what it's yes. Um, and then the number three seed is the Orange Guanas champion, Jack. Uh, just has, you know, probably a little bit tougher division than prepared. So, okay. Um, okay. So, some more fight through, I suppose. All right. How about your first wild your card, first wild Lee? wild card, Jack, is going to be you. Woo! Number one wild card, Jack. That is you. Mine? Uh, I'm going to go with Adam here okay. in the fourth spot. Makes sense. Your second wild card? Second wild card here, Jack. The 
Temple Guards. Ooh, sneaking in there. Snuck in there. That is correct. All right, and this one I'm going to go with the number five seed as the fantasy football team. Ooh. Feeling pretty good about them. This and the number six seed, obviously I'm going to make the playoffs again. <laughs> Jack, Greg's, He's got Greg's, a Greg's run is ending this year. Oh, you have Greg out. My run continues as I and, – and we I don't remember if we back-checked this, but I'm pretty sure we said that me and Greg were the only teams that have made it's it correct. to the playoffs every single year. year. My run continues. Greg's falls. Lee, I got this. Uh, well, not in the inverse, but I do have Greg in as you the do have Greg in. continuing wow. his playoff by dear life. I just think there's too much top end talent there to miss the playoff. Like I think you know he, he can figure out his way. Greg is also willing to build team through trade, kind of like the Rams. He has um, done that. So before. if he's missing a piece, Clearly he he's, did it last year. So. He did it a couple hours before this podcast. He went and got Josh Allen. So right. I think if anyone can go and get a guy, it's Greg. This is true. Um, all right, so let's just jump ahead. Week 17, it's my championship Christmas week? here. New York, New Year's somewhere. Eve? I don't remember. My championship here is going to be the number one seed, Sam Salling, and surprising, the number five seed, Whoa, the Temple Guards. They're going to make it so far, and it's going to be all the way. It's going to be a Green Monkeys championship. Wow. How about that? And you know who's going to win? Who? It's going to be Section B. Sam Sackler oh! taking it home in his second year in the league. He's going to take home the shrine of the silver monkey. There you go. Book it. I mean, why even try? Why even try? Sam won it. But my championship is going to be the number six seed go on a New York Giants-like wow. run wow. Um, versus – the number three seed, old style Ooh. boys. You know I gotta put myself in the championship, boy. Uh, you know I can never beat Greg, but maybe this is the time. This is the year. This is the year the boys etched their name on the on the shrine. The shrine. Oh yeah, baby. Oh, holding man. it up. I can see. I'm looking in my crystal ball, and Maybe I see myself a. holding up a fucking monkey over my head, confetti you raining a, down. You already placed. You already put a little spot on your uh, canvas for it. Oh, uh, I'm actually going, going to. I'm actually going to break out a like little relief in my wall so I can oh, inset I it that. into the into that. the drywall. Yeah, yeah it'll be great. <laughs> it'll be beautiful. Okay. There it is. There we go. Playoffs. Greg versus Jack. Jack Playoffs. Versus and Sam versus Seth. Seth is champ. As our no, predict. Sam Sal is champ. Uh, sorry, Sam Sal is champ. Uh, as our predictions. Okay. Lee, what's next? Oh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we ain't done yet. End of our show, but we have two more segments. I know you guys have been dying for this. It is the first ever for 2022 <laughs> season. Not 2022, because we had one, I think, probably maybe in 2022. Game day! Game day! Take it away! After a summer of tune-ups and mods, the game day bus is ready for action and heading to uptown Chicago. The 2022 League of the Hidden Temple season kicks off with a championship joust between the number nine Rough Riders and the number seven Crotchety Rimshots. Coach Sam and his stable of Colts are ready to ride as they begin their trot to a repeat for the Silver Monkey Trophy. But Coach Lee and his stable of Broncos are ready to ride too, looking to relive the glory days of 2019 when Saquon was last on the Rimshots roster. Which of these thoroughbreds get out to the gate to a hot start? Find out this week on Temple Game Day. Oh man, it's good to hear that voice again. <laughs> So good to hear that voice again. What's next, Jack? Well, we have our Malort Bet of the Week, Lee, brought to you by Jepson's Malort. Malort, brought to you by Corn. It's got the juice. It's gone. <laughs> All right, Lee. So um, the winner of the previous season, Malort Cup, gets to go first, which unfortunately was you. That's me. That's me. So I went first. My upset, Jack, is going to be the number six fantasy football team over the number two score some more. How about that? My lock, Jack. My lock is going to be the number one section P over the number four salacious spelunkers. And my wild card, which uh, was 
given to me by you is going to be the stonks only go up number eight over the number 12 fields of dreams and we have an extra one we got an extra little new content spicy spicy take of the week that's right folks we have a new hashtag content that is a spicy take of the week what that means we are going to jack and i have a very spicy take of the week every single week and if one of our spicy take of the weeks hits the other person is going to eat a hot pepper live on the podcast yes just like our punishment we're supposed to have yeah so my spicy take of the week jack is going to be james is going to like this and it's kind of ironic because i have james in an upset Najee harris falls outside of the top 24 this week wow that is not even an rb2 the number one overall pick i'm going to put my money where my mouth is Najee Harris falls outside this week against the Cincinnati Bengals. All right. Wow, what a spicy take. James is James is punching his steering wheel right now. Yeah, he is. All right, my upset lock and wild card. For my upset Lee, I got the number nine Rough Riders over the crotchety rim shots on game day. They're continuing in their championship march. My lock, Kachunk. You can put in P-Dub-Dub, Prestige Worldwide, wide wide over the number five Temple Guards. And my wild card is, you gave me a very tough matchup here, number 11 versus number 10. Your matchup. My matchup, the San Fierro 69ers versus the Old Style Boys. And unfortunately with the trade today, I think I would have said something different. But with the trade today, uh, I think I got to go the 69ers because Josh Allen is going to score like 40 points tomorrow. But despite me saying that, my spicy, so spicy, take of the week is that Seth will be putting his head into his hands, shaking his head. Why did I trade for Dak Prescott? If I had just looked at Derek Carr playing the Las Vegas, or excuse me, the Los Angeles Chargers, Derek Carr is the number one scoring quarterback on the week. Not just outscores Dak Prescott. That little putsy. But he outscores every other quarterback on the week, even Josh Allen. Wow. Yes. That is hashtag spicy. There we have it, folks. Again, if uh, either of us are right, that means both of us could be taking a uh, hot pepper next week or next neither of us, which is more likely. (laughs) I can't Uh, wait to see the reactions on the spicy take of the week. I hope everyone's so pissed. Everyone's pissed off. So... Welcome back, everyone. Good to have you. Thanks for tuning in for a long couple of podcasts, Um, part one and part two. Uh, We will see you next week. Good luck getting out to the start of the NFL season. Huge game tomorrow. Huge game. A lot of points. A lot of points on the board. Rams. A lot of points on the board. Cooper Cup, 30 points. Unless you James, and this will be very few points because the Bills' defense, right? Or and because Seth, he didn't play. Who has, no, who has the Rams' defense? Uh, or Ty? Oh, Ty, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, we'll see. There we go. See you next week, everyone. Ta-ta for now.